One Sunday afternoon in the late summer of 1968 in Atlanta, Georgia, where I was living at the time, I began to think of all the trouble that had plagued America and the world during the turbulent 60s. As I pondered, my thoughts turned to my Bible and I picked it up from the table. I looked down and found that I had opened it to one Kings, the story of King Solomon, who had once ruled a kingdom similar to America today. As I started to read, a vision suddenly appeared in my mind. I saw the names of six cities, New Orleans, Los Angeles, Memphis, Birmingham, Dallas, Atlanta. And slowly, in the eyes of my mind, I saw all but the first letters, and each of the words fade away. Left standing, the first letters of each city spelled the words number lambda. Number lambda, the 11th letter of the Greek alphabet. Then, in my vision, I saw three names. President John F. Kennedy, Dr. Martin Luther King, Senator Robert F. Kennedy. I remember then that the six cities, New Orleans, All right, you know what those sounds means. You know what those sounds mean. It's time for Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike. It's 1 a.m. all over the world once again. Hope you're having a great night. Maybe you're listening. Maybe you tape this and you're listening to it on your uh, morning commute to the pretzel factory. Hope you're having a, a blessed morning. We're joined this week by... Uh, intern Robbie, can you turn up my, uh, is it reverb? Delay? Delay. Benjamin Lumsdane! Thanks for being here, Ben. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Ben is uh, an accomplished musician. He is a recording engineer. What's he accomplished? Uh, Mostly lots of drumming. Cool. But also some guitar playing, keyboard playing, uh, sousaphone? Dabble. Dabbles in the sousaphone. Mostly for effect. Yeah, sure. He's tastefully, tastefully sousaphones. Sure. Yeah. I'm feeling good. I tried coffee for the first time in my life. <laughs> it really, it like adds a little pep to you, to your bod. Yeah, it's got uh, caffeine, which is a drug in it. Wait, what? You've broken edge. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Well, too late now. I'm, I, love, I, love, I love this stuff. Uh, is it decaffeinated or? Oh, no, it's, it's nothing I know of. Full calf. Yeah, cool. Where did you get it from? Is it a is it a K cup? Uh, I can't. Uh, we can't name out uh, local businesses who haven't paid us money. Can you give us a hint? It. it rhymes with uh, chopped scotch. Oh, that's Coffee. what Ben has here too. Oh, well, I, yeah. Cheers. Well, here, let me get mine. I'm unaffiliated. Mine came from wait. A, what is that? What is that? Mine came from a local establishment called Steak and Shake. It says famous for steak burgers on the side on uh-huh. their coffee cup. It lets you know that their coffee is not their strong, uh, <laughs> their strong suit. <laughs> Look, don't expect a lot from this coffee swill. We're famous for steak burgers. So it's not like you went there just for coffee, though, right? I did go there just for coffee. Wait, I, um, wait, what? I woke up this morning. So, you know, as as you know, we pre-taped the show, so it's not actually one a.m. right wait. now in real life. Uh, in real life, in Hold reality, on, no, no, it's we're dark in, the, in here. Well, I've got the curtains closed. I'm gonna pull the. It's been light outside this whole time. <laughs> not the whole time, but. So it's not, it's not one. Correct. So in fine. reality, it's actually like 10:30 in the morning, and I had to get up Gosh. and take my son to school, and then my wife said, "We're out of diaper." He, he still wears diapers. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, they're for me. I'm just kidding. She says we're out of diaper 
uh, trash bag things, can you go to Walmart, which is down the street here? Hmm. So you really not do a, like to keep it local. Yeah, I had to go to Walmart this morning, and then in order to make it back in time for the show, I wanted some coffee. The Steak and Shake is right next to the Walmart. So, uh, you know what I should have done? I should have gone to Rural King. It's free coffee. Should have gone to Pure. Rural King has free coffee and popcorn. And popcorn. Are they selling chickens right now? They cook their they coffee and their popcorn all the, time, oil. all the time. I think so. You love Rural King. Rural King. You're I always really talking do. about those pretzels. Yeah, I do really love going to Rural King. It's true. In fact, this shirt I'm wearing right now, I bought at Rural King. Now listen to this, man. Wow. Yeah, what do you got? I This shirt I'm wearing, I did not buy at Rural King. Uh-huh. However, the predecessor <coughs> to this shirt, which became my favorite shirt, I did buy at Rural King. The same kind of shirt. Same exact shirt, except oh. a different color. Yeah. And uh, I ruined that shirt, and so I bought two more. How'd you, the same shirt. how'd you ruin it? It's covered in drywall. And, uh, uh, yeah. Kalk. Yeah. Kalk. Mm-hmm. What is it that's all over this one? Mustard. Uh. Mm. Is that kinds. like a mustard, cologne? Is, yeah. is that for cologne? Yeah, it's like a musk sort of. Mustard. 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 <laughs> Must, mustard is like the caulk of condiments. It really holds yeah. a sandwich together. Yeah. Uh, me and Mike, when they went to Rural King and bought... Maybe... I don't know if this is the same day, but we bought matching black uh, snap button shirts and matching Wrangler cowboy cut jeans. So sometimes, yeah, I can believe that. If our if we're like in sync emotionally, we'll wear the exact same shirt and pants, and sometimes underneath the same T-shirt if wow. things really align. And every once in a while, if if we real if our moons really sync up. We will actually put on the same shirt and the same pants, so it's two people in yeah. one pair of pants and in one shirt, and we are yeah. we're back to front yeah. all day long. It's very yeah. strange. You can get those size clothes at Rural King. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw a guy at Walmart this morning who had. Uh, he was an older guy. Can you start Wal- Walmart shaming people? No. Okay. Race. Well, uh, he had. Uh, Did you say the word race? I was gonna say racist shaming. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, he was an older guy, big guy, probably as tall as me, or maybe not quite, but um, as tall as like James Mann. Uh, he had on a, a who's not as tall as you, just so we we're all clear. Correct. That's you correct. are yeah. definitely still taller. One hundred percent. Yeah. I'm taller than James. Mike is some days taller than me. Some days I'm taller than Mike, depending on the tides. Yeah. Go ahead. The, where the moon's at, where our moons are at, if we're in the same shirt or not. Yeah. If Different. we're inside the very same shirt or not. Um, this guy had a neon yellow sweatshirt on and it said, uh, how was it worded exactly? Jesus is my friend. Ask me why in blue letters on this neon yellow shirt. And then on the top of his dome, he had a bright red make America great again hat. And I, he was looking down when I came up on him and he just was a sight to behold. And I nearly snapped a picture. But then I thought better of it and kept moving. Had to get here in time for the show. So <coughs> I bet you could have snapped the photo without getting beaten up. Oh, yeah. I could take the guy. Yeah. Like I said, he was an old man. And you were taller than him. Yeah. I could have crushed him. Yeah. yeah. Just like you're taller than James. Plus, he had a whole cart full of stuff. And I, all I had in my hand was this like diaper genie thing. Yeah. So I could have thrown that at him like in an action movie. And when he got all disoriented and confused, I could have pushed the cart against him. And then while he's confused with the cart, I run out the door. You could have distracted him by putting diapers on (laughs) yourself. (laughs) And then while he is stunned, Uh I don't know, man, maybe slap that hat off his head. I almost, as I was walking by him, I thought, 
what happened if I just knocked that, like casually just <laughs> knocked that hat off his head as I was walking by? Didn't say a word. Just yeah. reach up with one finger, bloop, tip the yeah. hat off his head. Jesus is my friend. <laughs> and then you like poke his forehead. <laughs> no, I thought, don't touch him. Just no. flick, just with one finger, flick yeah. the hat off his head, kind of chuckle as I walk by. Yeah. Like a, like a, like you do that thing where you point at someone's chest. Oh, you got something <laughs> when yeah. they look down. Yeah, you it's go, mustard. <laughs> I feel like right. that's, that's something like, that's something Fonzie would, would have done. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Anyway, it's weird to run into people out there like that. That's yeah. why I don't don't leave the house. Yeah, that's, that's a good, why I it's a good shop, strategy. I appreciate you guys coming to my house for yeah. diaper genies. I like to keep it local. Yeah, I do too. I just you know <laughs> convenience won the day. I'm afraid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Wait, know what in the world is a diaper genie. It's a trash can for diapers. Yeah. It has it's it's made to ha- has these extra long thin trash bags and uh they're they're uh they're deodorized mm. it's a gimmick like you could just I thought have you already a re- had one of those we need a bag refill oh yeah gotcha that all right i don't know why i'm, why I'm interrogating you so much <laughs> on this but it checks out <laughs> everything's cool yeah yeah gotta hold your friends accountable yeah thank yeah. i mean i appreciate it yeah i'm not upset whenever you said diaper genie i was just picturing uh robin williams character in the movie aladdin wearing a diaper <laughs> oh that's somewhere. You can find that somewhere. <laughs> I'm not looking for it. What is the dark web, anyway? Ben? Ben? Well, fellas? I really actually don't understand what the dark web is. I Unless it just means, like, gross stuff on the internet. No, no, no. No, it no. doesn't mean that. Okay. That's not... That's not... It's like a secret, like, dark. private selection, like Kroger private selection area to get into of the internet. From what I understand... Sorry, I'm dangling my cord. Yeah. Okay, everything's uh, cool. You log on to the dark web... And you're privy to all sorts of uh, worldly pleasures. <laughs> My understanding is that the dark web is just the web you can't get to through like searching. You have to you have to know the link. You have to be able to. You yeah. have to be invited into it. Yeah, you knock on the door. Uh-huh. You whisper in the password. Mm-hmm. The door cracks open slightly. Yeah. An administrator okay. asks you for another password. Mm-hmm. So. If I go to Google.com and put in like messed up dollar sign <laughs> H I T, like I can't get to this stuff. No. Okay. Um, but I think you can, once you're on there, you can like buy anything you want. You can, there's like flash <coughs> games. This sounds like that loads super fast. You don't have to wait for them to load anymore. Oh, here this, we go. This sounds like the clan's uh, uh, hideout in that first uh, Ninja Turtles movie. The Foot Clan? Yeah, the Foot yep. Clan's hideout. Where they have like the Anything skate ramps goes, and arcade any, games. Any kind of drug or candy. or It's like Pleasure Island from uh, Pinocchio. Yeah. Which or the, scared me a lot the, as a kid. Hmm. Or the unreleased, unfinished uh, uh, Brian Wilson concept album. Sure. P- Pleasure Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Here's, you know Let what? me read this to you. Go ahead. The dark web is the World Wide Web content that exists on darknets overlay networks that use the internet but require specific software configurations or authorization to access yeah that's official that's like pretty much exactly what i said yeah i just was <laughs> saying it officially yeah i mean i don't know why my word isn't considered a, a oh i'm egg. backing you up i'm backing you up and you're backing yourself out of this <laughs> argument is what you're doing i'm not trying to argue that's what exactly what you'd say if you were trying to get out of an argument. <laughs> no, if I was trying to get out of an argument, I'd throw this diaper genie thing at you, disorient you, push this cart against your chest, and then run out the door. You wouldn't stand a chance, man. 
In the last 30 seconds while you guys were talking, I think I was able to log on to the dark web. What have you found? Horrors beyond horror? I don't know. It says press play, so I'm just going to do that and see what happens. Okay. Individual cranberry baked brie puff pastries. Brussels sprouts with caramelized onions and crispy bacon. Fried mac and cheese balls with truffle oil. Buttery jalapeno cornbread. Lobster mashed potatoes. Garlic and herb stuffed mushrooms. Roasted butternut squash with maple glazed pecans. Prosciutto wrapped asparagus spears. Cranberry sauce out of the can. Individual cranberry baked brie puff pastries. Brussels sprouts with caramelized onions and crispy bacon. Fried mac and cheese balls with truffle oil. Log off. Buttery jalapeno cornbread. I want you to log off the dark potatoes, Garlic and herb stuffed mushrooms. Log off. Roasted butternut squash with maple glazed pecans. Oh, here's the X button. Asparagus. Got it. Okay. I'm, that was that was the dark web. I don't like it. <laughs> it was a little uh, I mean, I kind of unsettling. liked it, but I've, I felt uneasy. You don't like the cranberry sauce out of a can? <sighs> I don't know, man. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. don't love it, oh, but I'm okay with it. Obviously, I'm going to prefer <laughs> fresh. Yeah. yeah. Or fresh. Local. How do you make cranberry sauce? You just grind it up, man. Just grind up some... Uh, <laughs> Mash them. Yeah, you get your cranberry grinder, you just... You just slap them in there, grind them up. I recently broke our blender trying to blend up some tender hearts, uh, figs into a paste. I put too many in at once, and sparks flew out of the blender. Really? <laughs> yes. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah. Man. Now our blender doesn't work. It's still on the shelf in there for some reason. We haven't thrown it away, but I can't just throw it. Yeah, away. what do you do with that? You take it. Where do you take it? You give it to Goodwill, and then someone buys a busted <laughs> blender. You get the last laugh. <laughs> Goodwill gets rich. That person gets annoyed. Yeah. Do you want a piece of tape or something to hold that up? My arm? Yeah. No. Okay. I'm not holding it up. I'm just trying to appear more casual. Oh, okay. In that case, great. I just didn't want you to be annoyed. No, I don't think that I, anybody knows what's happening. Should so we live stream soon enough, soon enough, you're going to get upset. I wasn't feeling like I was contributing to the conversation, and I felt like adopting a more casual physical attitude would mm-hmm. help. And yeah. so I've put my arm up on the mic stand. Yeah, Ben has his yeah. arm draped across the mic stand. I thought in an effort to prevent his mic from drooping. But it turns out, no. He's just like A.C. Slater sitting backwards in a chair. You can kind of imagine me like holding a couple cigarettes. Oh, yeah, three cigarettes hand. in one hand. Yeah. Definitely. I can imagine that. Maybe I'm like the other hand. I'm like combing <laughs> somebody else's hair <laughs> over here. So. Yes. What were we talking about? The dark web. Oh, yeah. We, we covered that. Oh, yeah. Your coffee. You have steak and shake coffee. Yeah. Uh, ben, what's your go-to steak and shake item? Um, well, I don't eat meat. Mm. I mean, I am morally superior to you. Um, I don't eat meat, so I get a grilled cheese. I usually add tomato. Occasionally, I'll add a pickle in there, too. Nice. Oh, I just got into pickles this year. Oh, yeah. My friend wants to grow cucumbers in my backyard for pickling. I told him he could. Is it our friend who I agreed to house his pickle uh, operation in my basement? Presumably. Hydroponic pickles? <clears throat> yeah, let's get in on this, man. Yeah. It's pickle time. He was talking about it, although it's still winter. So what? Well, when do you have to start growing your pickles? I don't know, man. Let him figure out. We're angel investors. It's, it's snowing. True. It's snowing today. Yeah. 
as. So I'd say like at least tomorrow. Okay, cool. Tomorrow should be good. We'll till the land. Um, I would like to uh, admit something that I did wrong in my past. Oh, on there. This is the yeah. place to do it. But it's in regards to steak and shake. Is, it, is there a name for this segment? Confession segment? No, it doesn't. Uh, nope. No. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not even that big of a deal, but I, when I was in high school, I was at Steak and Shake, got a grilled cheese, which, as we which, each covered. Which, which location? This was out of town. Okay. So I was completely anonymous. Which has emboldened me to sure, make this decision. Yeah, that makes a difference. I got a grilled cheese, add tomato. They forgot the tomato. I ate 75% of the grilled cheese. <laughs> and then I said to the server, you guys forgot the tomato. I was really looking forward to eating this with tomato on it. Can I get another grilled cheese? And she was very annoyed. And then I got two grilled cheeses. Yeah. For the price of one. I mean... Pretty, not great. Not... not I. See that to me is moral gray area. You think so? I do. Now, yeah. what if I got? What if they brought uh, out the other? Good. I'm just saying. When does it become? When does it tip the needle? Like if they bring out the second grilled cheese, I eat 75 percent of that one, and then complain and get another grilled cheese. So <laughs> I actually, I didn't like these tomatoes as much as yeah. I thought I would. <laughs> I was really looking forward to a different <laughs> kind of tomato in my mind. But you know, the thing is, if you didn't take a a, a nibble of the first one. They would have probably let you keep that as well as the one with tomato that they brought out later after they forgot the tomato. They're not just going to swap tomato on a grilled cheese they already served you, right? No, but no. they might take it back. And throw it in the garbage? Yeah. Well, Which is like, no, I might that, as well eat it anyways. And right. maybe, I'm, maybe I did the right thing. You're an environmental point, hero. Yeah. yeah. I think if they if they don't let you keep it on, on your own, you sh- you, you're going to have to be like, hey, it's okay if I eat this one too. And they'll probably say, "Sure, what? I don't care." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, great. Well, either I feel, way, you feel great. Either way, I think you're gonna get two grilled cheeses, and you might as well not sit there hungry while you're waiting for your tomato cheese, right, to come. Here's the thing, though. Might Here's why well, I think it's a gray area. Yeah, because I understand your conviction over it, but at the yeah. same time, they made the mistake. You know, yeah, yeah. you told them what you wanted. Yeah. They screwed it up. Yeah. We're not talking about a mom and pop establishment here. No. They're not no, no, going no. broke no. if they make you an extra grilled cheese. Nope. Uh, I think it was. I just did some I research. I understand the conviction, but I think it was a okay. I just looked it up on the dark web. Oh yeah, they yeah. have uh, seven point two cents in every grilled cheese <clears throat> because they buy the bread and cheese in bulk. Oh, nice. You guys ever been to Aldi recently? No. I was thinking about that. I haven't been since I was a youngster in Muncie. Yeah, well, but, I was uh, getting I was my me- meaning to check it out. Yeah, while I was getting my coffee this morning, I saw some people walking into Aldi and thought, I used to go there all the time, and I haven't been in years, and it was always so great. That's why they called it that. Aldi time, I go to... <laughs> oh, boy. <Yeah. laughs> Where do they say that? No, the... <laughs> the, <laughs> the founders, they were like, we need to think of a name for this grocery store where we don't have bags. We want a place where people go Aldi time to buy their groceries. And the one guy was like, that's it! And it was uh, the lobster, or no, the crab from uh, The Little Mermaid who found it all the... (laughs) Yes. Sebastian? I think you're right. Yeah, Yeah, Sebastian. I believe they're a German company, in fact. Aldi. Bid Lumstein. Yes. Uh, Whenever we have musician types on the the, uh, program, 
We have a segment where we list every single band that they've ever played in. This could go on for days with Ben. I think you might be. Do you have the might list? have the longest uh, longest resume? I bet I got. Some it's that actually you know. it's a game where he, we take turns. He tries to name one, I try to oh, name one, right. then we go back and forth, oh, and we see who wins the game. I've got a few. But this that could go on for I've got ages. A few that you'll never guess. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. All right. Let's just let's all three of us name them. I would. Well, um, Ben knows them all. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I feel like I feel like there's bands that we he hasn't even told us about. Yeah, there's some that I'm not gonna admit over there. Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh. Due to some legal things yeah. that I'm working uh-huh. through right yeah. now. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't mentioned this, but Ben's lawyer is uh, outside the door right now, and he's ready to bust in if anything is not on uh, on uh, what's. What's well, the it's, w- I signed Speaking of the Little Mermaid, up up. what's the word? Uh, <laughs> on uh, the problem is that I've signed multiple non-disclosure yeah, agreements. NDAs. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I've also signed multiple must-disclose agreements. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and there's some. If there's like a, the Venn diagram of the two is complicated, so <laughs> my lawyer's diagram. here guiding me through it. Yeah. So, so hey, I just learned this, Aldi. Is owned by the same company as Trader Joe's. Really? I knew that. Yeah. Well, excuse me for living. I already knew that. Tell me something else. Okay. Did you know that Aldi? Uh, <coughs> Sorry, I'm like clearing my throat a lot. Yeah, me too. I think it's this coffee. I think there's f- some kind of grime in this coffee. Yeah. And not and not in yours. Not in your local coffee. No, 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 mine. not mine. What? I was looking something up. Are you still talking? No. Go ahead. What do you got? Okay. Are because you, the, there are are so you many, back on the dark web? Yes, because there are so many Ben Lumsane bands, we're going to play... Uh, I'm going to play a game with you two. Okay. There are one, two, three, four, five, six bands listed on the Ben Lumsane Discogs page oh, great. that he's great. in. Oh, man. Great. Can you guys name... And you guys can just yell them out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Elephant quiz. You can name... If you guys can name the six bands that are... <laughs> That are there. Go. Is that not one? Wait, which one? Elephant oh, quiz. No, it's oh, not. Okay. It's not. Wrong. That sound. I don't. I'm not sure exactly what you're talking about, but it's a funny. It's a funny band name. Yeah. Uh, Alexander the Great. That's the first one listed. Yes. Great. That was these are alphabetical. How, you said there's how many? Six. Okay. Other oh, one. Okay. Five. Would you guys like to talk about these bands at all, or just? Uh, well, yeah, we will. Oh, that's a good yeah, idea. We oh, okay. Yeah. We don't, okay. No, we don't have to. No, it's good. Alexander the Great. I'm Born just. Gonna, I was just gonna say. Uh, that, I met Mike. That's how I met Mike. That band. Oh yeah, that's right. He recorded that's, our our very first demo. That's what I. That's the first band I, when I was first familiar familiar with Ben Lumsdane. It's like that's the man who drums in Alexander the Great. The boy. The you boy. Were, how old were you when you started drumming in that band? When we were, when I were, we recorded that demo at your house, in two thousand and four five. This very room. Uh, or was that no? That would I would different s- house. no. So that was, was on Eighth Street. Yeah, yeah. So if it was on Eighth Street, I would say three or four, two thousand three or four. Fifteen years ago. Is I what was we're thir- talking. Yeah, I was thirteen. I, th- I believe you were thirteen at the time of the recording. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. If I was you, I wouldn't have been like, "What are you guys doing? <laughs> Hanging out with this thirteen-year-old?" No, I was. There was nothing. There, there was not even a whiff of that. That's what I, I would have been like. Why are you guys hanging out with this idiot thirteen-year-old? He can't even drive a car he can't 
buy you cigarettes. You were the best player in the band. No, he's so, he's so young he can sneak in and steal cigarettes. And they're like they're not gonna run and tackle this little t- little little tyke. Maybe that, maybe cigarettes. that's what it was. It was like yeah. <laughs> yeah. he could fit his whole arm up the cigarette vending machine <laughs> to snag out a couple of packs of Reds. Uh. So Alexander the Great records how many albums? One uh, and a half, right? One and a half. Yeah, and a seven inch. Yeah. Yeah. And an EP? Yeah. And another EP? Yeah, a few EPs. That band breaks up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's the story of Alexander the Great. That band we're talking, broke up. We're talking Discogs, the Discogs list right now. Yeah. All right, so let's name the other five bands listed on Discogs for Ben Lomsdane. <sighs> Next up. I think I know... I'm trying to think what would be yeah. on Discogs. Right. What do you got? You got one? Um, I haven't seen the list. I don't know. Yeah, that's why. That's I know a, that's why that it's a game. Um, I do know that I only have one all music credit, which is for playing percussion on the Busman's Holly record. Oh, so that might be on there. You were n- wrong. Okay. What about Snarge? Wrong. <sighs> a Spissy. That's the one. Okay. Okay. Spissy. Spissy. Your band with your current band. Current band. That's a good band. Thank you. We played Spissy on the show before. Finally got you in a good one. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Aaron was on. And we played a spicy tune. That's Aaron cool. Was on. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, what go, did he? Uh, what, what? Just like before we move on, what did he say about it? About the band? Yeah. Uh, we didn't really talk about it very much, that I recall. Mm. I just I played a spicy tune just to say, and this is this. He said he was okay. like the Donald Fagan, and you're like the Walter <laughs> Becker, or whatever that means. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the problem. <laughs> I'm clearly. You're the Fagan. Wait, what did you? Which which direction did you say? <laughs> I said, he said you were the Walter Becker. I'm the Becker. Yeah, I said I'm that he said that you're the. He's the Donald Fagan. I'm actually. I'm both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and he's, he's who, banned. Uh, and he's uh, Donald Duck uh, or <laughs> the what's the guitar player's name from the Doobie Brothers who played on the first Steely Dan album? I don't know. I don't, yeah. know. I don't know, man. The only Steely Dan song that I really love is "Dirty Work." Have you heard all of their songs? They got good ones. Who's got the time for that? <laughs> I got Jared the time. Does. I heard Jared definitely. <laughs> does. No, like literally last <laughs> no, week, no, I no. listened to I every single Steely Dan song and made a playlist. Uh, you have the time. I don't have the time. Uh, I've heard the one. The I've heard one right now, and it's great. I don't need to hear the rest. I already heard a good one. Why would I keep looking? You know Maybe what I mean? there's more good ones. No, it's like you go to a restaurant, you get the thing that looks good. It's good. Why try anything else? You got it. Right. It's good. You know. That's the next segment, segment of the show where I play ten seconds of every Steely Dan <laughs> song that I like. Hey, wait. We got that. We've only got two on this list. Okay, of so six the next here. one of the six goes along with Spissy very closely. Wet blankets. That's right. Okay. Formerly known. Same as band yeah. until the lawsuit where you had to change your name yeah. because the Australian wet blankets yeah. uh, sued your uh, band. It wasn't so much a lawsuit as it was a physical intimidation. Yeah. Uh-huh. They came cracking their knuckles. And They're much. They grow larger over there. Yeah. yeah. Things are extreme over there, man. Down under. It's the heat. Yeah. Toughens all right. you up. And all the poisonous creatures. Toughens you up. Uh, what's new with Spissy? Any uh, anything on the yeah, putting out horizon? A, putting out a single. Got a new single coming up. I would play it, but I'm not sure I can. I don't yeah. know. I don't think I can. When are you releasing it? Probably July. Cool. cool. Great. Doing a split. Oh, with who? Ourselves. Excuse me. <laughs> Split single. I don't know if that's what you call it. I'm an artist. Business talk not doesn't interest me. <laughs> Wait, when you We're say a split, do you mean there's a song on each side? Yeah, but there's no side because it's digital. Oh, okay. You're all you got it all wrong. I got okay. Okay. A split is a single that you share with another act. Why? Why does it have to be that? 
You split it in half between the two of you. No, you split the, you split Otherwise the it's in half so, between it's two songs. <laughs> well, we're both right. I guess all singles are splits if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. But most singles are splits with the same band. <laughs> I thought you had an e-sig right there for a second. Oh, nice. No, it's just dead. What is that? It is an e-sig. It is an e-sig. Is it chill if I vape in here, fellas? Of course. It's very Definitely. chill. I didn't know it's what they looked it's like. It's much cooler now. I was going to burn some incense and I forgot earlier. Yeah, so yeah I thought it'd be a lot smaller than this. And not this. It's actually the same size as a toaster. On account <laughs> of all the mods I've been doing. Yeah. Who do you think the E-Sigs for Legs guy is? Any, any any thoughts? I have no idea. This is a... Uh, we've crossed over into... Now we're in dark this radio. Is, this is... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, next band on the list of Ben Lumsdane credits. On Discogs. On Discogs. You know, I have a friend who was modding his own e-cigs. Really? And In, uh, uh, to do what? To blow fatter clouds. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which okay. To, and he and it's like, man, I, I'm so fascinated by that culture because it's just like someone's got to get in there and do some sort of documentary about like competitive oh, sure. vaping because it's. Uh, I just don't understand it. I have been shocked in my life. Uh, to see that a that a culture has developed around vaping and e-cigarettes, because to me it was always I'm not talking about health. I'm not talking about you know what's right and wrong, but compared to a cigarette, it's like cigarettes are cool. You can't say that on the radio, man. And <laughs> I'm talking culturally. Cigarettes yeah. have this coolness. No, stop saying that, man. Cigarettes are cool. Smoke kid. cigarettes. Hey, kids. <laughs> kids. If you suck, start smoking cigs. <laughs> now you rule. And I've always considered uh, electronic cigarettes to be an uncool version of an actual cigarette. Yeah. But to see a culture of like, this is super cool, develop around this thing that I thought was like, and this is all what I thought from a distance. I don't, I'm not a user. I don't use. I, well, here's, you know, I don't want to. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying I'm, I've been surprised yeah. to see that happen. I don't want to say it's not cool. What is cool? What is hip? Yeah. You tell, tell me, tell me, because totally I fair. need to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a question. Okay. Um, gosh. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know anymore. I never really knew. Yeah, Christian Ska. Yeah. Uh, there was a time when I thought that was pretty cool. I yeah, it's I, a thing. You can't trust us because at the time <laughs> we thought Christian Ska was the coolest thing. I thought Christian Pop Punk was really cool. I, I mean, bought a Christian here. Ska CD on Discogs this week. <laughs> well, yeah. You know. Which one? I you bought the uh, the first. I bought the first last Five Iron Frenzy album. A wise man okay. once said that Ska will be huge. <laughs> In 2018, <laughs> and it's, it's proven true. It's proven true. Yeah. Our, our generation's Miles? Nostradamus. You're talking about Miles? Miles Grimmer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I heard him on a podcast talking about that this week. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Huh. Nostraskamus. <laughs> Nostraskamus. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's good. Uh, All right, what's next? We got to <laughs> guess these bands. We're, we're really falling behind. You guys are very close. I mean, how many do we have left? There's two? one that should hopefully be a little more obvious. Do we have two in this, left in this setting? But there's three left. Three left. There's one that Boy. like it's getting a little awkward that you're not mentioning. But uh, you know, anyways. What? 
Uh, that one's probably Mike Adams. That's on his way, yes. right? Oh, sure. But I'm not sure yeah. why I'd be credited on any of that stuff. That's a good question. Let's look well, I bet it's the split. Oh, yeah, it's the, split. The, the actual split with the <laughs> sleeping bag. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I if you go and to, possibly the split with Honey Radar, I think you're credited on that as well. Yeah. I don't know about all that, but I know if you go to the uh, just like the there's like an artist page. If you click the artist, and then uh, under mem- under members, it lists uh, Aaron Denton, Ben Lumsane, David Woodruff, Kurt Friedrich, Mike Adams, Zach Canale. There are two Kurt Friedrichs on Discogs. There are eleven Mike Adamses. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Uh, Speaking the, the, of which, the profile picture for your band is the one that's just uh, Ben, Aaron, Mike, and David. Ah, good. <laughs> Speaking of uh, many Mike, well, let's finish this game and then come back. Yeah, to Yeah, two more. Yeah, two more. Okay. Uh, are these hard? These are hard ones. Not really. You kn- you're familiar with both these. You know, I forgot that Ben was in one of these bands actually. Okay, but. Uh, one of these bands contains Scott Ferguson. That's a clue. Come comma. Yeah. What about Cooked Books? I'm not, that's the other one. Okay. That's interesting. I'm on that. I, I played on one Come Comma tour. <laughs> Are when you on any recordings? When you, no. When yeah. you click Come Comma, you're the first member listed, and it's not alphabetical. I wonder how that would happen because that's on Discogs, which I would expect would only be from album credits, right? Maybe not. I don't know. Wait. What? What? Which, which recording are you on? None. none. Oh, none. Yeah, so this is just... It's not from album credits. It's from who's listed as members. I wonder where that info comes from, I'm saying. I bet Scott updated it. On Discogs? He seems like a guy who updates stuff. I believe it. Maybe. Let's give him a call. <laughs> but the current members of ComComma, according to this, are Ben, Jim, and Scott. Former okay. members being Jenna, Clark, John, and Patrick. So, uh, my name is Mike Adams, right? Which is a common name. There's many of us out there. Uh, I learned this week. I knew of this guy already. There's a kook. There's a there's a kook out there called Mike Adams, who is a conspiracy nut type guy, anti-vaxer. I learned this week that he has created uh, an anti-David Hogg website. You know that guy, the Parkland survivor, seventeen-year-old oh, kid, uh, and this guy, this old man named Mike Adams, has a. Uh, Created a website dedicated to taking this kid down. Wow! Yeah. So you gotta take. You gotta try. So now Mike I gotta Adams try down. to. Yeah, I gotta try to. I gotta try to make sure that I'm the top search result. Well, you're at least the tallest. Definitely. There's no taller. Unthinkable. <laughs> I just realized I still need to buy your new uh, your new tape, man. Hmm. Did you bring any with you to sell us? No. Is it a oh. is it at local music stores? It was. Now, I know you said you're an artist and not a, a businessman, but let me just give you a piece of advice here. Next time you go on a radio show, yeah. bring your recording with you and give it to the cool DJs to play so that the, the multitudes of listeners can hear what you got cooking on those platters. Ben, yeah. could you tell me what your, what's your favorite track on the latest tape? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, or 10? <laughs> I'd say you can just go ahead and play any of them. Yeah. Mike, uh, can you roll the die? The, the oh sure, yeah, that's a good idea. I get it, guys. They had a muffin on the way over here. Uh huh. What kind? Mm. Egg, Mick, a blueberry muffin. <laughs> it's got me Mick. feeling. Got me feeling a little strange. Uh, was it uh, purchased at a place? I cannot say. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder why. I'm just saying, if I if something happens to me <laughs> on air, tell the ambulance driver. I'd like it. I'd like to. My last words 
be uh I can't believe that neither of you two people I consider my friends haven't bought my tape and you expected me to bring you a free copy it's insane I didn't want a free one no I didn't want a free one either I wanted to give you money for it but I'm a bad friend for having uh, it being uh, April and uh, May actually and I still haven't purchased this December release it's fine but I'm sorry it was on my list well why don't you listen to, to it and see if you even you want it you sent it to me and I listened to it you never texted me back. Oh, did I not? I God, thought I emailed you. I bet wow. I have an email draft. I wonder if I do. Pull it up. Pull up that draft. Baby. I, don't know, if, I don't know if I do. Friendship challenge. Write it. I'm gonna check. I've listened to every single dumb thing. You, you also made. might have texted me and not have emailed me. I thought that. The other Ben Lumstein Discogs credit is. Okay, let's. Oh, guess what? Under his own. I name. have zero email drafts at all. Not wow. to Ben. Not to anyone. Wow. The other Ben Lumstein uh, release on Discogs is the self-titled tape from 2016. Uh, one person has it. One person wants it. One so, person wants it. Nice. So we she need to connect it. these people. Uh, selling this it. This is all public information on the website. Uh, Caliphone Tin wants this. Fikram one three three four has this. Cool. All right. Do you want me to roll a number so we can decide what track we're gonna hear? Yes. Okay. So we we have a twenty sided die. I know. How are we gonna just if do it's it's over everything? If it's we'll, over we're divided by two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. That's what I was cool. Say. Sounds good. All right, nice. ready? Here we go. We're so synced. Here we go. Yeah. 12. All right. Here's track six from the latest Ben Lumsane tape. It's called Six. Thank you. 
Self, it's not self-titled. It's called S slash T by Ben Lumstein. I, I'm under the impression that stands for self-titled. He's well, not a businessman over here. Don't bust his chops, Jared. No. I w- well, I thought your other tape was called was self-titled, but it's called tape. Yeah, I didn't really think any of this stuff through. Hey, that's all right, man. I wasn't imagining that I would have this career achieved such immediate success with these releases. So, I, you know, if I could go back in time... I'd label the first tape breakout success and I'd label the second tape immediate financial reward. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like those big star records. Yeah. That's good. Uh, ben, you're known mostly as a drummer around these parts. Yeah, that's true. There was no percussion to speak of on that track. Yeah. How'd you make it? What was up? Um, there's no drums on the whole tape because mm-hmm. I was just like tired. I don't know. Feeling tired of playing the drums, I guess. You're like, Change your pace. Been there, drummed that. Yeah. Been here. <laughs> been here. No <laughs> drums. Uh, it's my favorite. Been here. <laughs> I'm not crazy about drums, so this is my favorite uh, work you've done. Thanks. Personally. Um, yeah, I, just made it. I recorded all that stuff at home. A couple different keyboards. There's a drum machine on certain parts of that tape. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just wanted to flex my keyboard skills a little bit did you use a particular keyboard um there's a couple on there i think uh there's a fender Rhodes and a keyboard that i got at um salvation army for five dollars a while back cool a couple guitar pedals yeah mostly that pretty rudimentary robbie can you bump up the bed music please sorry about that guys Thank you. Listen, I got you know I've only been here for fifty four minutes and twenty seconds, but it does seem that uh, what it seems like Robbie's maybe not doing a great job. It's his first day. Okay. We give them at least two days, and we'll see how things shape up. I gotta know. I have I have a lot of personal interns that help me ship out all my tape orders and Uh stuff. That's good. Um, (coughs) You give them college credit? No, no, no. There's no college credit, and I have a pretty. I'm just. I have a pretty no mercy. 
policy with my interns. Uh-huh. I think I just think maybe you're cutting Robbie a little too much slack. Okay. Did you hear that, Robbie? Okay. He's nodding behind the glass. Okay. Uh, ben, can I ask you, um, with that that sort of instrumental stuff like we just heard that you're making, do you have? Is there a philosophical approach to that? Is it all just if it feels good, do it? Is there is there uh, more of a meditative thing behind it? What what's yeah. your what's your approach and your sort of uh, push to do it? Um, I would I would say that it's it's mostly meditative. I mean, a lot of the stuff is like I do it all on a tape machine. Um, little four track, so I can't really do too much editing mm-hmm. um, because it's just I don't know. It's not really about that. So I'll generally just kind of have some seed of an idea, and I'll just sit and work it out for a long time, and then record it all the way through. Or I'll even a lot of this stuff is just kind of I, I don't. It's not through composed isn't the thing because it's not composed necessarily, but I guess like improvised. And then I'll go back and improvise another thing on top all the way through, and then go back and improvise another thing on top all the way through, and it kind of just turns into something. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of like um, accidental, like compositional moments that seem intentional, but they're not. For is this, it, no, go ahead. Is it the kind of thing you would ever turn into a live performance? Um, yeah, I've done one solo live show playing some of this stuff. And I got so nervous that I, I, uh, I hated it. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I don't like playing solo. I don't think I'll ever do it again. Huh. I've done it twice, and every time it's just been like so much better when you have other people. Sure. Why do it alone? Yeah. When's the Public People record coming out? <laughs> Was that one listed on Discogs? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> um, I am so playing. Good. I am playing some of this stuff with a band. Cool. Um, on the twenty eighth. Oh. I'm gonna try to figure uh, out how to do that. Oh, great. We'll see. I'm going to try to do, figure it out today because I haven't had any time. And I've got the first rehearsal on Wednesday. So. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. For this kind of music, uh, are there any specific artists that you've uh, yeah, been inspired I was, by? I was really I was listening to a lot of Lauren Connors. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, and I think the first tape has more stuff that sounds like that. Mm-hmm. I like Terry Riley a lot. Yeah. I shamelessly am ripping off. That band bitch and Bajas. Oh sure. So yeah, they're good. Uh, yeah, all, so all my stuff's <laughs> pretty derivative. <laughs> what isn't? It's a great point. Hey, we gotta we gotta take a little break here. Um, Mike, you want to play us a song? Well, uh, yes, yeah, sure, okay, yeah, yes, I do. All, all right, will. Mike's gonna play a song. We're gonna come back with more Ben Lumstain here on Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike. Thank you. 
back to Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike. And this week we're joined by the great Benjamin Lumsdane. Hi. Thanks for being here for hour number two, Ben. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks, Ben. It's been a real pleasure having you here so far. I ben. hope that continues and it doesn't completely derail and crumble beneath us. Ben just picked out that nonstop rock block. Uh, tell us about those last three songs we heard, Ben. All right. First song we I played is... Uh, this artist, Christina Schneider's new band called Locate S1, produced by Kevin Barnes of Montreal. We heard the track, Owe oh, It to the Girls. One of the best songs I've ever heard, maybe. Hmm. Definitely a pet in the past year. I love it. I love everything about it. Pretty nice. Yeah. I, uh, during listening to that, I was also watching the video. Yeah. And something I've learned about myself is that I don't like watching videos to songs while I'm listening to them, especially for the first time. Hmm. It influences me too much. Hmm. I was listening to a song with my daughter yesterday and I actually turned the phone away so I couldn't see the video just so I could just listen to the song for the first time. That's interesting. I After that, I'm fine with the video. I love the music videos. I like them. I, li- I just don't like them the very first time. After that, we had listened to Turns My Radio On by Jim Ford. Uh, and after that, we played It Is So Nice To Get Stoned by Ted Lucas. Both of those records, we were talking about Discogs in the first hour of the show. Um, both of those records are very expensive on Discogs. <laughs> and I want them both, and I can't get them. How expensive are we talking? 60 to 80. Oh, baby. Yeah. And I've been considering buying them because I recently bought the most expensive album I've ever bought, which was a $50 record. Dish. Well, here's the deal. I traded in a bunch of stuff to the record store, local record store, Landlocked Music, mm-hmm. and I got $90 store credit. And I was, Dang. I don't know, I was not anticipating getting anything with it that day, but then the owner of the local record store, Landlocked Music, was like, you getting anything? And I was like, I'll poke around. And I got, I ended up just getting all, spending all $90. Yeah. And it was on three records. $50 record is that John Coltrane live at Temple University. And it felt like I spent $50 on a record, even though I didn't technically. But now I'm like, well, I already opened the door to owning a $50 album. <laughs> it's an investment. What's a $60 album? You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Mike, what's the most you ever spent on a record? On one single record? Yeah. Hmm, I really don't know, actually. Maybe $40. How about you? Probably 75 Woo! What was that? Let me uh, guess. Let me guess. Go for it. Hulk Hogan reading no. Mother Goose <laughs> rhymes. No. no. Although, one, uh, probably the second most I ever spent a record was for a Japanese-only Terry Funk record. Yeah, this makes sense. Uh, it was... Uh, so, I... I forget why. I, goodness knows I probably didn't have a reason to, but I was going to buy a gift for Mike. Mm-hmm. So I looked at Discogs.com, and I uh, was trying to find a copy of Starfire, Starfire 59's 1994 album Gold, 95 album 95, Gold. 95, yeah. Only pressed 500 copies of. Yeah, I'm aware. Yeah. And the only, there was one for sale for like $300 or something in there. But then I looked at everyone who had one, who had one in their possession, and I sent them a message, like, "Hey, would you take $75 for this dumb record?" And someone 
It's like, yeah, sure. Some why not? sucker took wow. the bait. Wow. Well, I, I sent all these messages at once. Yeah. I got two people who said, yeah, sure. Could they see that there was, it was a mass emailing or no? No. Yeah, good. That's cool. No, good move. I just copied and pasted. Yeah, that's good. So I got one from Mike, and then this other person was going to sell one for 75 which is good deal, so I got one for myself as well. There you go. Pretty good. Where's Mike? Now, now <laughs> me and Mike are two of the 500 people in the world who have this dumb record. It's not a dumb record. It's the best record, actually. Yeah. You consider it the best? Uh, I don't think that you guys actually consider it the best record, because I've seen the list. Well, yeah, I don't. I don't consider. I mean, seen what list? I've seen Mike's list of the best Starflyer records. Oh, I think it's my favorite record. It might be my favorite record. Period. I haven't listened to it in a while. I kind of got burned down on it. But uh, so it's not your favorite anymore. My so favorite I record was still right. It depends on my mood, especially with that band. Uh, what yeah, I put yeah. on the top, but that one is always a contender. It's probably my favorite rock record. You know, my favorite part about those Starflyer records. What's that? When they end. Hey. <laughs> Because you get to start it up all over again from the top and experience it one more time. No, I like that. I do like that band. Uh, a funny thing for me about uh, hold the... Hold on. Hold on. We got a call. Oh, yeah. Let's take it. Fried mac and cheese balls with truffle oil. Hello? Buttery jalapeno cornbread. This is a prank. Lobster mashed potatoes. Hello. Hello. Unspoken requests. Garlic and herb stuffed mushrooms. Roasted butternut squash hey. with maple Hey. Unspoken requests with Jared and Mike. You're on. wrapped hey. asparagus spears. Cranberry sauce out of the can. That was just a prank. Sorry about that, everybody. We just got pranked by someone who sounds like Anna Kendrick. Weird. Good prank, wow. though. Okay, so thanks for back announcing the music you picked out there, Ben. Yeah, no problem. Uh, something we never did at the beginning was uh, back announced the music that we started off the show with. An hour ago. An hour ago. <laughs> started off the show well, with... Well, they're going to have to Mini Mune Kyun. Oh. Kyun. By Yellow Magic Orchestra from their album Naughty Boys from 1985, I believe. After that, Mike played a song by Sunshine, Sunshine Boys. Caroline, yes. I don't know that band. Who are Sunshine Boys? They're from Chicago. Okay. Do you know Frida Love Smith? She used to live here in Bloomington. No. Her husband was a professor of mine in college. She's the drummer in that band. That's how I knew about the band and why I checked out their music and why I liked that song. Sounded nice. After that, we heard the new... She was in Blake Babies. You know uh, Blake okay. Babies? I've heard of... I've, I'm, I'm not too familiar. I've heard a song here and there. They got some good ones. With Juliana Hatfield. She yeah. was also in that band. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, That's cool. And John Strom. Yeah. If you know him. No, I like listening I to him. I like listening to the classics. I'm not very familiar with this kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm talking Boston. Brahms, I'm talking Boston. Oh. Do you do you like Boston? Is that what you said? Yeah, I love Boston. Michael Sweet. Actually, love Boston. Michael Sweet's Boston. Boston. We've talked about this. Yeah. No, the OG Boston. <laughs> no, no, no. You know what we? You know what I was uh, last week, a couple weeks ago. Tom Schultz, Boston. I was in uh, uh, Key West, Florida. Ooh. Of all places, never been in Southern Florida, but uh, the family, uh, the in-laws. Rented a house there. We all went, and there was a pool, a uh, swimming pool at the house. We could just hang out in the pool. I was on a raft. Okay, got sunburned. Just chilling on the raft. And uh, the father-in-law's there, so I want to, you know, play some classic rock. Yeah, that you can get into. So I, I played my Boston playlist. You got Boston playlist? by the pool. Yeah, nice. we Dude, played I'll all the best that. Boston songs. What do you got on there? You got Cooler Engines on there? I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I got on the Boston playlist. Hold on, let me see. If I can, if I can match what you would play. Okay. 
I'm going to say Amanda doesn't make the cut. Uh, you would be mistaken, my okay. boy. Wait, what? Did, wait I, I'm going to pull this up right now. You're getting cool this your is engines. a fun game. You're, getting, you're putting foreplay long time on there. Hold, you're on, getting, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Don't jump the... Uh, don't, 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 Let's don't see jump. how many I can get in a row. Okay. It's a long playlist. It's all the good Boston songs. It's well, the, so the theme put, of the you playlist. You pretty much put on every record then, I so, guess. So, name the 17 songs that are on this playlist. Cool Your Engines. Cool Your Engines? Yeah. What album was that on? Cool Your Engines. I don't know. Not on there. We should hear that one. It's really good. I don't know if I know that one. You're listening. Wait, to what's the, going on here? You're listening to Boston Talk. That was Boston's Michael Sweet doing an acoustic rendition of Amanda. Um, you got ro- you got rock and roll band on there. Hold on, why 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 What's am I drawing the problem a, here? I'm tra- I can't. I'm drawing a blank on how cool the engines. It's cool the engines. Cool the engines. What did I say? Cool your engines. That's what threw me off. Hey, you cool your engines. There you go. This is cool the engines. You want to let it play? No. This is just for my. Just for Boston talk. Oh, oh let it roll. Yeah. Let it roll. Welcome back to Boston talk. Yeah, Boston talk. We're talking all things Boston here. So why did this not make my playlist? Is the question. Listen to the chorus, man. You tell me. This is not the song I thought it was. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. Hold on. Where's the part that I thought? There's no... There's a part that's like. This is not the song I thought it was. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Well, that that that's good then. Wow. Now we can go back to the. Uh, I've been discovered as a fraud. All right. So, back to my Boston playlist, which does not Boston. include not include Cool the Engines. Uh, what were the other ones you guessed? Rock and roll band. Yes. Um, Four play long time. You said yes. Long time. More than a feeling. It's got to be on yeah. there. I mean, come on, <laughs> come on. You want to you know, talk classic? You know, Don, you know Don Miro. When he first heard uh, "More Than a Feeling" on the radio, he uh, pulled over the car. Back in the seventies, when it first came on the radio, he pulled over the car. Yes, yeah. and just sat there so he could listen to "More Than a Feeling." It was like mind blowing the first time you hear that song. Uh, yeah, I mean, hello. All right, here's All right. what we got on the Boston playlist. On, let me a, a New World, The Launch, Countdown, Ignition, Third Stage. We're ready. Amanda, don't be afraid. Robbie, can you uh, bump some, uh, uh, sweeten up my, my voice? Uh, don't be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Used to bad news. Feeling satisfied. A man I'll never be. It's easy. The journey. Don't look back. Let me take you home tonight. Let me take you home tonight. Something about you. Hitch a ride. Smoking. Rock and roll band. Foreplay slash long time. Peace of mind, 
and more than a feeling. And those are the 19 Boston mm. songs. Peace of mind. Now that, in a tra- let's hear a little bit of peace of mind. Here's Boston with Pizza Mind. <laughs> yeah, here it comes. Yeah. Yep. Listen to this riff. <laughs> wait, wait for it. You're not going to expect what happens next. Well, she's going to do this the whole time, right? No, uh, wait. No. Woo. Now you're juggling, I think. At one point, did you realize that the Boston uh, that the Boston space spaceship was a guitar? Because it took me a long time. <laughs> Just kidding. It took me a four play slash long time to realize that. That's right here. People living in competition. What was our bo- here we go, here we go. Let it breathe, baby. Breathe back in. It's maybe the best rock song. Hard to deny. Nate, my name is a better this, rock song. Imagine if this was on <laughs> Starflyer's Gold. Like The best rock record of this song was on that record. Yeah. Man. Then it definitely would be. But seriously, did it take you a while to realize that the Boston spaceships were guitars? Because it took me way too long to notice that. I uh, did you notice it right away? I'm not sure I've ever noticed. Oh, look, dude, the spaceships—they're uh, guitars. Here's the thing, man. I don't really see guitars. Okay. <laughs> when I look at a guitar, I see inspiration. I see potential Robbie, to create beauty. Yeah. All right. I'm with you, man. To so change minds, man. That's what I see when I look at a guitar. Uh, so we back in, we back announced that music. Hey, I guys, got I, got, I actually got to take this phone call. Oh my you got a phone call? Yeah. All right, wow. go ahead. This is unprecedented. Should on, I answer it on there? I don't request. know what it is. Please do. It's, Speaker. It's Mike. All right, let's hear it. Oh, it's Ben's boss. Hey, Mike. Ooh. We are on the air with a boss call. What's up, Mike? Hey, well, I'm, right. on, I'm on the radio right We're now. We're going <laughs> to... All right. I'm going to play yeah. a song. I'm going to get off. Hey, Cake. Believe me, 
Spoken requests with Jared and Mike. It's about two thirty-five a.m. somewhere. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> what did we just hear there? That was a song called "Pinch" by a band called Acetone from an album called Cindy. And before that, we heard "My Brother" from the uh, artist from from the Survivals from the compilation Goomba Fire. Bubblegum Soul and Synth Boogie in 1980s South Africa, which was released earlier this year. As we said before, and as you've known from listening for the past hour and a half, our guest in the studio today is Mr. Ben Lumsdane. Hey, everybody. Thanks, Thanks for having for me. Being for the here. last 15 years. Thank you for, I just want to thank you for giving the opportunity to come on the show. 15 years in a row, Reader's Choice Award winner. For best local drummer. Thank mm-hmm. you, thank you. Yes, it's true. I'm very, I'm very humbled by that. <laughs> I'm so humbled by that award. You ever notice when people say they're humbled? It makes you feel like they're not, not actually humbled. Yeah, I'm just so humbled by this opportunity to make four million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of people don't use the word humbled. Uh, yeah, correctly. Well, because how are you going to say it? You're not going to be like if anybody. I'm not talking about anybody in particular here, but. If someone says that they are humble, you're humble, humble, humble. I'm like if I was gonna say like, well, you know, I'm pretty humble. That's not, there's nothing humble about that. That's proud. There's I, no humility. But the in thing that. is, I'm the most humble person in the world. Right. I knew that. There's oh. no one more humble than me. Yeah. Can you um, plug in my headphones? I think I'm getting a little loose connection oh. there. Yeah, but that be, that being said, um, I mean, 15 years straight. Uh, world's favorite drummer yeah. and greatest friend. The world's favorite Bloomington drummer. I'm just so I'm so not like the financial <laughs> reward. I mean, the prize money is mm-hmm. nothing compared to the amount of. I'm just so humbled by that. Sure, the checks, <coughs> the weekly checks that I get my my government allowance from these g- g- awards. You're the drummer laureate. I'm the. It's. I mean, that's nice, but mostly I'm just so humbled to have been... Sh- okay, I'm going to wrap this up. Ben, can I ask you about something uh, that I'd like to get to before the show ends? And that is uh, call and response. Oh, yeah. Your weekly jazz residency yeah, at I the do. Blockhouse I host, Bar. I host, host a jazz series every Wednesday night at the Blockhouse Bar called Call and Response. And I have to say the support has just been <laughs> overwhelming and I'm just so humbled 
by the tens of people that attend. Mm-hmm. Just, it's just no. I'm sorry. I'm not, I actually do want to be sincere about this. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's me. I lead the house band. We play every week. All the money we make at the door, five dollar cover, reasonable in my opinion. We keep, I keep the money, and we put it towards uh, paying touring bands because um, I was noticing there's not a lot of incentive for people to come through uh, Bloomington, like that kind of music, jazz you know? people, jazz people, yeah, jazz types. Improv- I gotta say, I think that it's a wonderful thing. Thanks. that you're doing down there, and I, this, I don't know. Uh, what this will mean to you. Maybe nothing. But I want to say thanks to you for being so consistent with it. I think that's super important and you've done a great job of like just really doing it correctly. Thanks. I appreciate that. That was something that's intentional. Try to... If if you're going to do something every week, it's got to be good every week if you want people to come, I think. Otherwise... Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well, I just feel like you've made you've done such a great job of making it something people can count on. Like, yeah. And if you're not doing it for whatever reason, you're really, it, it's more of an announcement that you're not doing it than, hey, don't forget we're doing this thing. It's right. more like, hey, right. don't forget we're not doing it this week because people can rely on it in a way that I find really refreshing and cool. uh, thanks. Something that Bloomington doesn't always have. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. some yeah. consistent things, but yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I just think you're doing a great job with it. And it's so that. fun to attend. Thank you. And I've heard some great and exciting and weird music down there. Yeah, um, said you. Yeah, the Blockhouse is taking shape in a cool way, and I think you've been a big part of it. Thanks. It's great. Yeah, I complain a lot when I'm down there. Really? <laughs> yeah. I like to think I'm kind of, you know, uh, a spiritual advisor to those guys. A spiritual greasy wheel. Yeah. A squeaky wheel. You get the grease. Yeah. No, no, no. They, everyone, ever, they're, honestly... You know, not you don't. The people that are hanging out at the bar, they don't see the behind the scenes. Yeah, but I'm down there. I'm seeing, I'm seeing Drake in his shorts, <laughs> sanding stuff. You know, I, you know. I don't know. People don't really think about that, but it's like pretty much just those two guys. Yeah, Drake and David just making it happen down there. So they've put a lot of work in. That's for yeah, sure. It's cool. It's such a beautiful space too. I love it. The, the vibe down there is so great, especially for what you're doing. I think it, it's really. Really complimentary. Try to bring it to the people in a more direct way than on a stage. I think it helps. Yeah. I also yeah, I also just find it to be a real comfortable like there's no formality when you come in to call and response. I feel like it's just like there's music playing, you yeah. can enjoy it however you want to. Yeah. You can be seated, you can stand. I will say. Uh, yeah, what do you got? Nobody talks. It feels casual and yet Nobody's. It's not casual enough. People, where aren't people yakking. are yakking. Yeah, which that is shocking to me. Totally. You know, because I used to I used to do this weekly gig at a place up in Indy, and uh, people just yak. Mm-hmm. And it was what was the place called? Me. Well, listen to this. <laughs> You're not gonna believe it. It was called the Chatterbox. <laughs> I uh, think that's. I think we just figured out the problem. Yeah. Uh, what's coming up? For call and response that you can tell us about. Um, well, this will air today. It, today's today date is, is, May. Uh, is May. So in May, depending on you know what's happening, you may have already heard the Joe Policastro trio, or you may be about to hear the Joe Policastro trio from Chicago. Let me look at the calendar. Today's date is April thirtieth. Star date April thirtieth. Yeah. So upcoming, you know, Joe Policastro trio is an interesting group from Chicago. Um. 
guitar trio, bass drums and guitar. My friend Dave Miller plays in that band. He's amazing. This drummer who I really admire, Michael Avery, he plays in that band. And they put out a record of all... You would love this, Jared. That didn't sound... I didn't mean for that to sound so accusatory. I pointed at you with the pen no. I'm holding. Um, they, did a, they did a record of all TV themes. I like some TV like themes. Like reinterpretations of TV themes. It's cool. Which sounds like something you'd be into. I don't know. Yeah, might be. Yeah. It might not suck enough for your tastes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what kind of themes are we talking? That's some research I haven't done. Are we talking about WKRP? One of the best ones? Is that a TV show? Oh, oh yeah. my goodness. Have you heard this? Let's play the theme right Let's now. It's, we, we got, it's whoa, good. Whoa, whoa, so good. We got to play both themes. It There's is so an opening good. theme and a closing theme. Both are very different and good in their own What ways. is WKRP? In Cincinnati. Uh, it's a 70s radio station sitcom. Oh, okay. With Sorry. Lonnie Anderson uh, and the rest. Here are the, TV, <laughs> here are the TV shows that I like watching. Okay. Oh, boy. Lock Up Raw. Uh-huh. <laughs> 30 Days uh, In. Barefoot Contessa. Uh-huh. I like that new Archie, Archie series. Riverdale. Have you been watching season two? No. Oh. I haven't seen any of it. Oh. It seems too horny for me. It's pretty horny. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's the, I like I that's why I like watching those cookie shows. Uh cooking shows are good. Actually the show I really like watching is that bake that bake off show. Yeah, it's great. Mm. It's great. That there is nothing that is more soothing to me than watching that. It's so good. It's so nice. Yep. And that all the stuff looks delicious. Mm. Okay, Ben, listen to this theme. I'm just gonna play the short version. Whatever became of me I'm living on the air in Cincinnati Cincinnati WKRP Got kind of started packing and unpacking Town to town, up and down the dial Maybe you and me were never meant to be Just maybe think of me once in a while yeah, Actually, uh, our buddy Owen, Advanced Bass, covered that song. Oh, yeah, that's I right. I that. Yeah. That, so imagine, do you hear that? Sorry, yeah. go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that's so good. I had one headphone off. I put both on. So oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. So imagine you hear that. There's a 30-minute episode. Has some laughs, feels some emotions. And then the ending theme is uh, this. So Ben, which of those two themes do you prefer, or do you think they're equally wow. good in their own ways? I think they're too different to be even compared. Okay, they're great. They are. Those are perfect. I can't think of many TV shows that have uh, an ending theme no. that is that yeah. different than the opening theme. I can't really think of a lot of ending themes. 
Like right. In they're modern, mostly just variations of the op- yeah opening. Or there's a different song plays over the credits. I've been watching The Sopranos. That has a different ending song every episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grow to deeply resent television theme songs because I tend I don't have very good self control, so I tend to watch like a lot of one show in a row. And, get sick uh, of that song. I just hate hearing that mm. song because it reminds me that I'm just sitting <laughs> at home watching <laughs> the fifth hour-long episode of some dumb show in a row. Uh, my wife has been watching The Wire, going through The Wire for the first That's time. That's a great example of a horrible theme song. Yeah. I don't know it. Way down in the hole. <laughs> we got a wire. <laughs> Uh, Robbie, when you are back to call and response, thank you, Robbie. I have one more burning question for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm present. Yeah, I get you. Um, how much of a chore is it to book that thing? Oh, you got a lot of traveling groups. Are people contacting you? Are you seeking people out? A little, a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try to. I wish that I could do more. I wish I had time to do more work for it, honestly, mm-hmm. um, but I don't. But hopefully, sometime I'll be able to like really throw myself into trying to get other bands in. Um, you know, every once in a while I'll be sitting at the laundromat or something, and I'll just fire off a ton of emails yeah. to bands that I like. It's kind of a hard sell. Um, like a lot of high-profile jazz artists, the kind of people that I would I'd love to book. They all have agents and stuff, and there's yeah. not there's not like a huge incentive for a booking agent to book a artist in Bloomington like a jazz artist because there's just not the audience isn't big enough for them to make a, a lot of money yeah, to go, sure. they can go to indie or something however if you're in the Midwest I really do think that it's the best gig as far as like supportive audience I can pay a little bit um, and I just think the vibe is much higher there than at a lot of other places in my opinion Obviously, I'm biased. Yeah, it's my only experience. Yeah. But uh, I love it. Yeah. It's what I would want. As a performer. Yeah. Yeah. Who are the other uh, folks in the house band? Uh, Evan Main and Philip Wales, both uh, Bloomington North alumni and soon-to-be Jacob School of Music alumni. Uh, They play piano and bass. And that's pretty much it. We had a, a saxophonist, Matt Setzler, who was in the group every week. He moved to New York. Um, so we kind of have a rotating door of horn players that play with us. Most notably, Walter Smith III, recent um, IU faculty edition, one of my favorite musicians. And uh, John Raymond, trumpet player, also a recent faculty edition, which is a real privilege and a uh, kind of unbelievable that the two of them want to come play my yeah. silly little thing. Mm-hmm. I've seen you play with Sophie Fought down there too. Sophie plays, great, yeah. yeah. Sophie's great. Uh, yeah, you know, it just depends on who's around, who's available. Sure. Yeah. Well, I think it's a wonderful thing. Thanks. Thanks for doing it. I agree. So well. Hey, so what's an average day look like for Benjamin Lumsdain? Oh, I wish what there time? was. I wish there was one. You do a lot of different things. Yeah, it's kind of. I wish that I. I I've been kind of craving some routine, but it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, which is interesting because I feel like I resisted routine for intentionally for a really long time, and now I'm kind of like I think it would benefit me. I don't know. Do you guys have a ske- like a daily 
schedule. I'm about half and half mm. at this point, thanks to the children. Yeah. Because my my personal daily schedule is all over the place and wacky and weird and wild. But then my kids have certain things like getting to school on time. Right. Uh, that has injected some routine into my life. Which, because I think if the rest of my life was routine, it would be fine. And I would settle into that. But I've, I, mean, I, I have two things pulling on me. And it's a little difficult. Yeah, I've always thought about like routine as... Um Something that happens when you lose momentum, you kind of settle into a, a thing. But I think more and more it seems like a way to maintain momentum and like productivity. Yeah, I feel like if if the if the rest of my life were as routine as half of my life is, then I could be more creative because I could yeah. s- I could set time aside more easily right. to work on projects and right now I just kind of have to peck away at things when I can that's how I'm feeling too yeah it's a little hard that's I find that hard to be consistent yeah yeah but daily routine I don't know man I try to wake I've been trying to wake up earlier but I got a lot of late nights so that's not always possible but I'll describe an ideal day wake up yeah 8 45 a.m. some um, beautiful person brings me cup of coffee maybe from a local establishment with a muffin or no muffin this time you're no, off muffins now I'm, okay muffins are gone um i'm paleo i just in the break earlier i went paleo i did a lot of research mm-hmm. um maybe i'm i maybe someone br- like brings me my uh, <laughs> some of the money that i'm getting for these uh awards mm-hmm. that i received <laughs> I'll probably try to write some music, play some drums. Then I watch Barefoot Contessa and whatever she's cooking up, I try to get that yeah. going. Yeah. Sounds like a great day. Yeah, thanks. Are you a man of routine, Jared? So my my day job, when I'm not doing this radio show, uh, some days I work at 9 to 5, but some days I work, like today, for example, I worked uh, earlier today. I worked from 1 to 9. Actually, early today, I worked from 11.30 to 7.30. I take that back. <laughs> but tomorrow, I'll work from 1 to 9. Uh, I don't... I, I wish I uh, would get up earlier. Yeah, me I too. tend to... When I have to be somewhere in the morning, I tend to wake up as late as possible. Me too. But if I just woke up a half hour earlier, I think my life would be better. I was late to this radio show. Yeah. <laughs> and it started at 1 a.m. Yeah, so sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to. No, it's but, hard. Uh, I don't eat breakfast. Oh. Maybe that would turn my life around if I started you eating hear, breakfast. No, think about this, yeah, man. Okay. Listen, that's called intermittent fasting. Okay. And it's a weight loss technique. And like people that are into like, you know, Instagram and like looking swole, mm-hmm. they are love intermittent fasting. I thought Jared was looking swollen. You look a little <laughs> swollen. Um, but if you if you don't eat if you skip, apparently this is all you have to do you just don't eat after eight and then you skip breakfast and it's called intermittent fasting. I've heard I've heard not eating late is yeah. good for you, but I I but haven't I haven't stopped that. But when you call it intermittent fasting, it seems so intentional and yeah. not just like if you combine interm- intermittent fasting with the Atkins diet, you'll be a rail in a matter of oh, days. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you know yeah, I tried yeah. the Atkins diet in high school. Did you really? Yeah, really. really? How really? Like, I ate like a lot of bacon, egg, and cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> that's not I didn't mean to say cheeses but yeah I ate a lot of bacon a lot of bacon eggs, eggs and a lot of cheese yeah 
that was a, a bizarre moment in time. I lost some pounds. Yeah, you really, were, yeah, but it, it messed up my gutty works. <laughs> <laughs> can only imagine. Can only imagine. I can only imagine. Have you guys seen that film yet? No, but I do want to see Paul the Apostle with Jim Caviezel. What's the deal? With, oh, is that a, is that? I, is that I, a Mel Gibson joint? I had an ad. That? I had an ad for it on YouTube earlier when I was pe- poking around looking for theme now, songs. You guys, I go to the movies later. Yeah, sure, man. It's a little late. Isn't there a 24-hour cinema run? We can find one. Not the kind I want to go to with <laughs> you guys. <laughs> I can only imagine maybe is the only um, crossover hit I can think of. No, uh, Flood. Jars of Clay Flood. How's that? Can you clear that up? Yeah. Robbie? Uh, speak, while he's doing that, speaking of work, I need to go to work. I have a... 3 a.m. shift at the pretzel factory, so I'm going to have to leave 15 minutes early. All right, man. Don't. Thanks for being on the show. My Mike pleasure. will take it from My here. My pleasure. Thanks, Jared. Mike, take it yes, from here. Yes, thank you, Jared. <laughs> Actually, I think we're just going to say goodbye. We've reached the end of the show. We'll play some tunes on the way out. <clears throat> Excuse me. But thank you, Ben, for being here. Oh, it's my treat. Jared, great job as always. I've already checked out. Okay, Jared's gone. Yeah. Okay. He here, was half out the door the whole time. Here's Flood by Jars of Clay. Oh, yeah. Hold on, let's leave the mics up. Let's do a little commentary. I remember this song. This was a big giant hit. This was a crossover hit? Yeah, this was the first CD I ever bought for myself, actually. When I had my own money. Now this is a... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this was like... on. This is, you know, they were like exclusively a Christian band at this time. And then... Nirvana hit, and then this song was like a safer version, so it was huge. You know, it's, this is an interesting production. Because yeah. it's like, it sounds like it should hit hard. Yeah. And it does not at all. Nope, never. And you can hear the drums in the background are like, supposed to be loud, but they're just... Sorry, Jared. part sounds cool. Yeah. Splashing in the ocean, I'm losing control. Dark sky all Is this song about the flood? I'm not sure. Jared just busted out some Toblerone. One time, my sister got a bar of Toblerone from a local uh, store. Yeah. And it was full of ants. Oh, no. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah. Can you imagine cracking open a bar of <laughs> just full of ants? Oh, awful. <laughs> it's terrible. Okay, Ben, I think that's enough jars of clay commentary from us. And you have a mouthful of chocolate, so I'm going to say goodbye. Hold on. You ever listen to Burlap to Cashmere? You ever listen to Silage? Oh, yeah, I've listened to Silage. I've heard Burlap to Cashmere. Yeah. Let's throw up Cademan's Call. We got throw up some Burlap to Cashmere, man. Is there a particular song you want? I'm sure it's just whatever the first one that shows up. All right, let's see. I'm not as familiar with this band. Anybody out there? Oh, yeah, that's the one, man. Okay. Let's see what we got here. There might be an ad before because I'm cheating right now. Let's see. I don't know this. Sometimes while I'm driving, trying to find my song, looking for the answer. This was a big, this was an oft-played CD in my childhood. A what? 
oft played. Is that CD? Did you say CD? CD. I thought oft. you said steedy. Like that's a word I should know. A steedy. What's a steedy? Oh, a CD. I understand now. Hey man, you got any steedies? <laughs> hey, can I can I bum a steedy? This is good. Three AM music. This kind of sounds like Sting. Oh sure. I feel like I can hear. Desert Road, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to end the show today. Wow. Life no, really, really? Really? Well, we've only got two minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I can find a short song that can take us out uh, that's not this. Let's see what we got here. Surely yeah. I've got something. Sorry, I've been I've been taking a lot of trips down memory lane musically lately. Yeah, I feel nostalgic. Me too, actually. I've been listening to lots and lots of Sunny Day Real Estate really? lately. Yes. Okay, I'm going to take us out with Sybil Bear. Thanks All again right. for being here, Ben. That was my, my pleasure. Really appreciate man. you my coming pleasure. in. I love you. Love you too. And it's been a lot of fun. Thanks for listening, everybody.